We'll talk about the wings and what this gentleman sees in terms of closing out the season. Larkin uh, did well on the big stage. I feel like uh, Ken and Ken Cal, voice of the wings, joins us. I really feel Larkin is on that cusp of being a national name. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. And uh, he's been the leader of this Red Wing team for several years right now, huge. And he's just getting better and better, <clears throat> not only as a as a player, but also as a leader and also as a human being as well. So, yeah, I see him moving up the ladder to greatness. You know, one thing with the Wings, uh, they're scrapping. Uh, they're hanging around fighting uh, for a playoff spot. You know, we're into February. Uh, before you know it, uh, the season will be over. I, I like to fight in this team, uh, staying healthy, has been a big part of it. But I, I look at Larkin, and he's the type of guy that put the team on your back and get them going. I really feel that way. Well, he is. And uh, Lucas Raymond's been coming on, and so is Michael Rasmussen. And back on the blue line, I think they've been better than a year ago. So, yeah, the team the team needs some help, though, I think, huge, from other teams that are ahead of them in the standings. I, I believe it's going to take 100 points to make the playoffs. And wow. right now that means – Right now, that means the Red Wings need at least 22 or 23 wins in their final 34 games. When you look at it that way, it doesn't look good. But I think that's what it's going to take because of the, how competitive the uh, Atlantic Division is in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, man. I mean, look at Boston already with 83, Toronto with 70, Tampa with 65, Buffalo at 56, Florida at 56, Ottawa at 51, the Wings at 50. And then you got uh, over on the Metropolitan side, Carolina, New Jersey, uh, the Rangers. That, that's some pretty good depth in the Eastern Conference. It really is. Well, it really is. And you're, what you're looking at is the Red Wings have to beat out one of eight other teams to really make the playoffs. Now, you know, again, at the beginning of the year, everybody was looking at, you know, if, it, if the Red Wings made the playoffs, it would be a bonus. But what you really want is – the bigger picture huge and you want this team especially in the final 34 games to be in some type of a hunt and and just make these games meaningful in the in the final 34 now if they make the playoffs great if they don't as long as they're getting better i think in the big picture that's all steve eisenman wants and you build on that and you keep improving year in and year out and you look at their last 10 they're five four and one so they're still young even even my conversation to start uh, this segment with you, Ken, that, you know, Larkin's still a young player in terms of hockey years. Well, he is. And uh, again, he's he's in his prime right now. And uh, of course, you know, he made the playoffs, I believe, this first year in the National Hockey League. But after that, it was, uh, you know, he hasn't enjoyed playoff action. And not many players on this Red Wing team right now have enjoyed it with the Wings. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a building process. And again, I still think that it's all about the big picture. And as long as the Red Wings continue to play better and better each and every year, eventually they're going to get in and they're going to be a stronger team. I, I, I like what Steve Eisenman did in the offseason because it seemed like every free agent that he brought in really paid instant dividends from this team. I mean, you look at Kubalik, he's been dynamic on the power play. David Perron's been really good, especially on the first and second line, wherever line he's been on. Um, you know, Olimata's been really good on the blue line. He was picked up. So really, in all, I think the Red Wings have done a pretty good job, and I really believe that they're playing better hockey this year, and, and that's a good positive note. Ken Kell, Voice of the Wings, joining us. Wings uh, and the Oilers coming up tonight in downtown Detroit at Little Caesars uh, Arena. Where is this team better than a year ago, Ken? Uh, I know we had the coaching change with Blashout Lalonde in, but uh, your visual uh, there with Paul Woods traveling with the team, where are they stronger? Where have they stepped back, if they've stepped back at all? 
Well, I, I just think overall they're better defensively, and I think that was Coach Lalone coming in, and, and that's one of the areas that he really wanted to improve upon is their overall team defensive play, cutting down the goals against, and making sure that uh, they're two-way players, and not only just uh, trying to be offensive, be powerful offensively, but also stable on the puck in their own zone and making sure that they play better hockey defensively. And I think if you do that, you're going to win more more games. If you look at all the top teams that usually make the playoffs, they're really good checking teams. So obviously you've got guys like, let's say, McDavid and, and Dreisaitl with uh, the Edmonton Oilers. You look at Matthews with Toronto. I mean, these, these are ultimate elite players. But on the other hand, the whole team is are a really good checking team, so they're hard to beat. But that's the eventual goal. I, I don't think the Red Wings have stepped back at all. I think they've improved quite a bit from a year ago, especially in that goals against department. Now, what happened last year is we reached this point with 34 games to go, and the Red Wings just bottomed out. And uh, they were giving up a bunch of goals late in the season and really weren't in a lot of those contests. But I expect this team with 34 games to go on the schedule in 66 days, that each and every game will be important, and that's the fight that I think the coaching staff wants from this team the rest of the way. Ken Cal, Voice of the Wings, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, if you had the list, you're, uh, we're two-thirds of the way done with the year uh, awards. MVP, uh, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player, who would that be? Uh, or who would those guys be in order? Well, you know, how can you not look at Connor McDavid for the most valuable player award? I no, mean, I'm talking I, with the wings. With the wings. Oh, with the wings. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I think there's two MVPs on the Red Wings right now. I think you'd have to look at the goaltender, Billy Husso. Without him, uh, the Red Wings wouldn't have half the wins that they've had. He's been terrific all season long. Um, you know, finding a second goaltender this year has been a struggle. Uh, Nadelkovich struggled a little bit, and so has Magnus Helberg. But to me, I think the guy that's kept him in most of the games each and every night is Billy Husso. And the other one, as you mentioned, Dylan Larkin. I think that he's been terrific all season long. Again, he's one of your team leaders in points. He's been able to stay healthy for the most part. So I would say those two players are your most valuable players. Ken, enjoy the call tonight with Paul Woods. I know Paul currently is getting his pregame massage that he does before every broadcast with the Wings masseuse. This guy's living the high life. I'm more concerned about his sunburn. He spent a week in Florida, so I think uh, I'm going to have to get him some aloe oil uh, before he goes on the air tonight. All right, well, good luck. We'll be listening to you on the Wings Network, and let's hope the Wings have a strong finish, unlike uh, the last couple of years. Okay, my man? Sounds good, Hughes. Always. Uh, oh, one last question, if I can ask you something. Yes. What do you like in the totals in that Super Bowl? Do you think it's going to be a high-scoring or low-scoring game? I think high-scoring. I do. I, I really. I, if, you, if you look back at the Niners game, even when they were down to like the fourth quarterback, McCaffrey was putting on uh, the helmet. I, they could have scored a ton of points. They just couldn't finish. They couldn't. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be wide open with Mahomes. Uh, I don't think they're going to play a low-scoring game because that. That fits the Eagles, and you know the play calling of Reed and the weapons, and how do you bet against Mahomes and uh, Kelsey? And I, I think the over-under I saw was at 50-and-a-half. I think that will be over. I see a 35-28. You know, I think uh, Chiefs are getting a point-and-a-half, you know, 38-35. I mean, I look at what the Lions put on the Eagles, right? Yeah, yeah. I just think it's going to be uh, – they're two good teams going at it. I like both teams, Philadelphia and uh, Kansas City, and I'm looking forward to an exciting game. You know, one note about the number of points that the Lions put on the Eagles, I think I said this 
during the playoff game last weekend on the Huge Show Twitter feed. If I'm not wrong, the Cowboys might have put 40 on the Eagles. The Lions, I think, have the second highest total points against that Eagles defense, and that was in Detroit to start the season. You know, Huge, I wish they would have played the Eagles later in the season because I thought the Red or the Red Wings, the Lions' defense was actually really good at the end of the year. And uh, at the beginning of the year, they had some issues. But I think they could have beaten the Eagles the way the Lions were playing there if they played later in the season. Uh, the way Lions played at the end of the year, I think they're good. I know Flores just became the D coordinator for the Vikings, but Lions are going to be a 11-12 win team this year. Will that be enough to win the NFC North? Rodgers is going to be with... I would say the Jets or the Raiders, that's just a given. And Bears are rebuilding. They have no receivers. And uh, Lions or the Vikings. Lions win the NFC North. They get some home playoff games. Let The East will never play as well as they did this year. Uh, the West, it will be interesting with Jimmy G going. You'll have Purdy. You'll have Lance with the Niners. Who knows about Stafford? If he can stay healthy. Lions are in a position to win the NFC. And a year from now, Ken, you'll be on the call as the Wings. We'll be in Vegas on the same day as the Super Bowl. Now that would be something. That would really be something huge. I know they're going to get their kid. I know you're one of the biggest Lions fans. You're there on my Twitter yep. feed. You you defended Stafford. I was a year late on my prediction that Goff would get more wins in a Lions uniform than Stafford in a Rams uniform. You're too late. Story of my life. It's going to be the name of my autobiography. Well, they're heading in the right direction, just like the Red Wings. So uh, eventually the Lions are going to be there, I believe. I like their uh, leadership under Dan Campbell and the coaching staff. And, you know, Goff's proven that he's been able to do it. So hopefully, you know, you can't, it, wins don't carry into the next season, though. You've got to go out there and you've got to work hard. And I hope, I hope the Lions get out there and know what's ahead of them and they can have another good season. Amen, Ken. Have a great call tonight with the Oilers in Detroit. All right. Thanks, Hughes.